0: do do hmm. That dude. is the basic troubleshooting step Honestly Yeah. I can't tell you how many times Working in support jobs over the years I've spent like an hour on something Being like why doesn't this work And all these different troubleshooting steps And then being like oh hang on I didn't turn it off and on again when I first started And then I try it and it works So <laughs> it needed, I, At one point I had a little note up that said Turn it off and on again first just doesn't take that much time and it really solves a lot of problems and
1: it's great It's a good tip to have just like on a post-it note next year uh monitor
0: Yeah, and I kind of feel like I've trained my parents to do this to some extent um, Where they're, uh, I don't know, they call me for tech support So here's a bit of a side story here So I'm the oldest of nine kids and okay. the oldest of six boys Who all like technology. And Mm. somehow I'm the only one of the nine children that has any aptitude for this stuff at all. (laughs) Well, you've been doing it longer than them. Well, yes. (laughs) But some of my siblings are like 25 and they have no ability with... They call me for help with their stuff.
1: Well, I mean, you can't expect them to know everything about computers. Well, I'm you know. 25 and I talk to people about computers because I, I don't, like when I run into a problem, guess who I call? Not my brother, but <laughs> I, do, okay. I, do, I do ask other
0: people for help. Well, sure, but I mean, we're talking basic things here, like how should I try to get rid of a virus that's on my computer? Like step one escapes these people.
1: What would you do? What, what's your first step?
0: Well, first, I would make sure that I had an antivirus program running. Right. And I do, so that I'd run an antivirus sweep. Done.
1: Do you count the Windows Defender as an antivirus program?
0: Uh, at this point, I do. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's been pretty... It's been actually great for me. I haven't had any viruses on this Windows install in the years I've had it running. Okay. But that might just be part of the fact that, too, I'm smart with how I browse. I've taught my wife how to be smart. My kids aren't dumb. So far, anyway, like knock on wood as hard as I possibly can because they're going to do something (laughs) stupid here eventually
1: Oh, guaranteed they will But I've
0: I've really tried to drill into them, do not download things from weird websites, especially if it ends with .exe And they've been like, okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like 90% of it Never put credit card information into a website that ends with .ru Oh, gosh, no. Dot anything but dotcom Just, just dot .com. That's it. That's all you need right now. You guys are 10. So anyway, th- what was I going to say? The point is my parents... Yeah, so my parents call me for help with everything. Even though, again, they've got kids at home that have no aptitude for this for reasons I don't understand. And I've trained them to the point where they will go through troubleshooting steps. So they're having trouble with the Wi-Fi. They'll turn off the router for 30 seconds and turn it back on again. And that does seem to fix it most of the time. And uh, that's been good. So at the very least they have some basic troubleshooting steps they can do Mm. before they call me for every little thing
1: You're no longer the first line of defense
0: No, nope, I've worked pretty hard at that (laughs) and Trust me, it takes work So anyway, uh, yeah, tech support, tech support for the family is a great thing What you really need to do, honestly, in your life is if you know things about tech, keep it hidden from your family Don't let anybody know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you like, if you are willing to do tech support, tell them, I'm only going to do it for the
1: products that I also own. So if, you have, if I have a Samsung and you buy an iPhone, I'm not touching it.
0: That's not a bad idea, but that's hard. The average parent doesn't get that. They're like, my phone's broken. Well, right? I just have a phone. You know how to fix phones. It's like, well, you you have an iOS device and mine is Android. I don't know what that means. Just fix it. Uh, maybe. But I
1: feel like if you can teach them that off and on, if that can change something in the arbitrariness of fixing technology, I think they can understand that there's a difference between two different brands.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I suppose I'm giving them too little credit. Yes. All right. Fair enough. That's also a viable strategy. Because, yeah, it really sucks to troubleshoot something that you don't. Own and have no experience with, yeah, because then you have to learn how that works and then start with the troubleshooting, and it just adds a whole nother forever onto the process. I'm I'm tempted to
1: start calling you now when I need <laughs> tech support for a product I know you never to use. Like, can you
0: fix my BlackBerry? <laughs> I actually had a BlackBerry for a while. I might be able to do some things. Oh really? You think
1: you could fix my broken BlackBerry?
0: I mean, assuming it's not a hardware problem, maybe.
1: I I put an hour through it.
0: Oh, no. well, in that case, no.
1: I, I, yeah. I've never owned a BlackBerry. so okay. I've actually also only ever seen one person with one.
0: So not a good seller in Australia, it would seem.
1: No, I don't think so. I think no. it runs pretty much just like Samsung or uh, Apple. Hmm. I mean, you, you get people with like Nokias and what's the other one? Howie? Mm-hmm, the a... Chinese one? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, my uh, brother and his wife got the Hawaii uh, smartphones for like, 20 bucks and i was like it's Mm -hmm. not gonna end well for you guys (laughs) (laughs) i understand it's cheap but you get what you pay for to a certain point in the smartphone area and yeah i spent a lot of time trying to make those suckers work part of it actually was that they wanted me to help flash it to a different os so that it could work on the carrier that they wanted to use it on that was a lot of fun (laughs) okay sounds interesting and then as far as i know they both lasted maybe about six months before they just broke and that was it
1: well i mean replacing a phone every six months for 20 bucks is way better than replacing uh, like an apple phone for a thousand dollars when you break it out of the box day one yep 100 percent true
0: do yeah
1: which oh. actually happened to a guy in Australia. Oh yeah. He was he was being interviewed for being the first person in like Australia to get his hands on an iPhone. Uh-huh. And then he took it out of the box and immediately dropped it. Wow. Broke
0: the broke the screen? Shattered. Oh man, that's horrific. Yeah. The other thing is don't buy a $1000 phone if you can't afford to replace it right off the bat cuz that stuff it will happen. Mm-hmm. $1000 phone. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yep. I won't spend more than three hundred. Um I'm not sure how much I'm paying for mine. I know it comes with like the plan. Oh, you're doing one of those pay as you go things.
1: Well, I mean I'm paying I think it's eighty five dollars a month all up. And it's I know after I think it's a year and a half, I can get it like the the latest Samsung and it just like renews the contract for that much. Right, right, so.
0: right. So you're kind of
1: leasing a little bit? Uh I think when I can get the new one, I get to keep the old one. So it's like rent to buy. Yeah. right rent to own or whatever it's called.
0: hmm I don't yeah. I don't think about I,
1: I don't think about it. I'm just like, what do you need me
0: to sign? Is it a EXE <laughs> file? <laughs> no? Okay then. I will sign. <laughs> Yeah, in America, for a long time, you just paid the price of the phone straight up, and then your monthly bill was just for the service. And then phones started getting more and more expensive, and nobody in America has $1,000 to actually just plunk down on a phone. I mean, average saving in America, I think, is like $100? Like, on average, it's real bad. Yeah, it's real bad. But I bet you there's at least 1% of Americans that can
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. And when you say the average is low, it means there are some outliers that can absolutely throw down a thousand bucks without blinking. So I think after my
1: contract is up, if I choose not to renew, I can keep the phone and then go for a much cheaper plan where it's just the... Just the service. Just the service, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Back when I worked for Apple, it was, I don't know, the iPhone 4. So it was a couple hundred bucks. It was pretty cheap. Mm. And you could fold it into your service if you wanted. Not a lot of people did, though. And they just bought the phone straight up. And then as the price got higher and higher and higher, it wasn't really an option anymore. And people were more than happy to pay more for their service over time than have to buy the phone up outright. Ah, technological history with Somicron and Falcon. Mm-hmm. That's, what you, that's what you're here for. The history of technology.
1: It's a long list. It is. I'm glad we skipped to the near present. Me too.
0: To start with, like, fire. (laughs) Do you you think fire counts as a technology? Fire is technology. Absolutely. Mm, mm, Is it, though? The ability to create fire whenever you want 100% changed the life of humans more than anything else. A a flint, right? Like, a flint rocks. That's technology.
1: The fire itself is not technology. Rubbing two sticks together. Yeah, technology. technology.
0: But the fire (laughs) is...
1: (laughs) Yes, but I'm I'm asking, is the fire itself technology?
0: (sighs) It is created by humans for the betterment of human life, therefore yes. No, because fires are created naturally as well. I don't think... Yeah, electricity is a naturally occurring thing too. And if we create it for ourselves, it's great. I wouldn't argue that the electricity is technology either. What?
1: (laughs) What? The creation of electricity is, but the electricity and the fire itself is not.
0: Okay, so the spit is technology, but the yes. fire that is roasting the food on the spit, you would not count as technology. No. All right. Yeah, fair enough. I think I'm with you on that one. It's still, okay. I mean, still, the ability to create electricity and ability to create fire probably are the two most influential things in human history at this point. Yeah, probably. Okay, but not an invention it's a discovery yeah it's a discovery how to discover how to do something yeah yeah all right good
1: glad we're on like could you imagine if you had to pay rights to someone because they invented cooking i can see a
0: world in which that happened (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i don't know i don't think that could happen copyright and action not really no kind of trademark like Professional wrestlers kind of have trademarked entrances and moves and stuff. Mm, And if you just went out there and did exactly what The Rock did, like you'd probably hear from his lawyers,
1: right? But that's a performance piece. It's not fundamental to our existence. But it's
0: actions. But it's just performance. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, for sure. Okay. Like whatever the Rock's signature wrestling move was, right? He's not gonna sue you if you do that while like punching a guy in the face, right? You're like punch, 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 Uh, I'm the rock, you're not going to hear a letter from him. It's if you film it, record it, and
0: publicize it. And, like, try to make money off of it. It's kind of a fair use thing, is what you're saying. No. (laughs) No? Yeah. No. Fair
1: use is where you adapt something. You turn it into a critique. It's fair use because you're adapting something and you're not just repackaging it and
0: just shipping it along. No. Fair use is repurposing somebody else's intellectual property in a way that does not benefit yourself monetarily, usually in an educational way. Okay, I
1: don't think anything The Rock does can have the word intellectual. Okay, (laughs) Not, not,
0: Not in a wrestling ring of all places, okay? Hey now. Hey, now. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the next president of the United States. You watch yourself. No, I... Hmm, let's not go there. <laughs> he is. Uh, okay, okay, okay. To be fair, you
1: said the next, not the one who's going to have the next term. So, maybe. Um, Although, isn't Kanye running? What I'm trying to say is I'm betting for re-election is what's probably going to happen. Oof, I don't know.
0: I don't know if um, President Trump is going to get there, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> one of those ways. But yes, enough politics. I'm just saying Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be president of the United States at some point. He's too darn handsome, he's too charismatic, he's too likable by too many people in the United States. And especially um, like here's the thing. He can get the Trump voters because he can talk a big game. He can just be the rock at rallies and in speeches <laughs> and in the debates and they'll be like, "Yes. This is who we this is a powerful man. We want him in office." I, I'm so
1: fundamentally annoyed that you're right. <laughs> I understand how this works. I've been paying attention. It, it I want to make the argument that someone who couldn't in any possible sense of the word re- realistically be qualified for the job could get that position, but that would obviously be a lie.
0: No, no, no. Look. But- qualifications to be president at this point are do enough people vote for you that's literally all it is and are you a u.s citizen yeah well that too i think that's been i don't think we can get past that one at this point but yeah no the rock like okay so there's the rock the rock he just shows that face to the south and to texas and to middle america and people that are wwe fans and they flood to the polls to vote for that guy and then for the rest of the country, we get the thoughtful Dwayne Johnson, who dresses nicely and is handsome and has a nice smile and remembers people's names and kisses babies and stuff like that. He can totally pull this off. I, I, I can't believe you managed to find a topic of
1: conversation where I am going to be backing the intelligence and integrity of the American voters in suggesting that they want a candidate who is capable of running that job.
0: Okay, but you're wrong, so... I know! I know I'm (laughs) wrong! That's why I'm annoyed! (laughs) Donald Trump has opened the floodgates
1: for this. I know. I I don't... It's it's not that I have anything against The Rock, okay? I just don't think... He has no experience in the position of politics.
0: No. In fairness, neither did Arnold Schwarzenegger when he got elected to governor of California. Yeah,
1: but that's... eh,
0: Governor. Eh. Governor of... California is a bigger it's bigger than like 30 percent of the countries on earth by population by gdp by any measure it's a country effectively
1: yeah and i'm sure they would like to have it that way as well but some although i did hear a thing where they're gonna try and divide it into five new states i'm not sure how that's gonna work it's gonna really break the flag it's gonna break a lot of stuff i don't think it's gonna happen no i don't think it'll happen either what i mean by it's just the mayor of california right or the governor is it was he the governor or the mayor I think the mayor's of a city, governor of the state.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Governor. Okay. Governor of California for a long time.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. But like, doesn't affect me, right? The president on an international scale affects Australia. Arnold, he, he might have done poor, mm-hmm. he might have done okay. Just affects California. It didn't really have much of an impact on me. That's what I care about here.
0: No, it did not. True enough. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, especially at this point where Trump's approval rating is low... A lot of people are just like, can we just get someone who can act like an adult in the office? That, I mean, The Rock clears that hurdle. He can act like an adult. (laughs) That's all it takes, honestly, for a lot of people to be like, yes, please get this man in office. Yeah, maybe. And I mean, on a demographic level, because that matters for elections, he's not white, but at the same time doesn't threaten the people who will only vote for a white candidate because he's The Rock and they love him so much. There's just so many ways this works.
1: Here's the thing. I don't see colors like you.
0: <laughs> I don't either. But for, for the election, it certainly matters. Every political opportunist in the country understands the importance of um, racial identity. It's stupid, but it's a thing.
1: You went by Flex Cavano in the
0: <laughs> ring. Sure, why not? So his grandpa was a wrestler, Fanini Peter Anderson, and he is American Simone. Okay. So that is The Rock's heritage. He actually moved to Ooh. New Zealand, according to his Wikipedia page. That's cool. New
1: Zealand's a great place to live if you have a lot of money. It is. Because everything is super expensive. But he started his wrestling career in New Zealand. That's weird. American Simone is another one of those places where it's like, American citizens live there, American citizens that can't vote in a federal election. Yep. See also
0: Puerto Rico, uh, Guam, and Guam, and the Virgin Islands, and the District of Columbia. Yes, that one I think I'm okay with. They're just why it's the seat of the federal government. There's too much going on there for the federal government. It's just they're voting for themselves, effectively. Yeah. I mean, the idea is that everyone's voting for themselves. Yeah. But there's more people living there than some of the other states. Yep. True. For example, Wyoming here. I've put this in the Discord before, but we should put this in the show notes. This GQ okay. story absolutely convinced me that it's entirely possible for The Rock yeah. to be president. I'm I'm sure he will be. Uh, I have no doubt. I'll vote for him. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'll okay. be excited to vote for him. I have been excited to vote for anybody in a long time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway moving on to less political more nerdy things so did you get that playstation 4 remember there was a story where you came into some money maybe and it was exactly enough for a playstation 4 okay no neither of those things have happened oh bummer i I didn't come into some money and
1: neither would the amount be exactly enough for a playstation what the the amount is at this point undisclosed and probably (laughs) the end of next month so it's like the time frame It for that. could be enough for a PlayStation is what you're telling me It could be enough, it could be more than enough
0: Ooh. It could be just under, who knows So how soon will we know? Uh, at the end of next month Alright, it's gonna be a while yep. We'll be sure to check in on that from time to time I'm,
1: I'm so glad you're referencing conversations we had elsewhere for this podcast It's a
0: really good listening experience Ah Dang it. (laughs) Well, we're just trying to bring people into the whole relationship that is the Falcon and the Wade, which spans (laughs) Twitch and Discord and the podcast and all sorts of places all the time. Stardew, WoW. Stardew and WoW. Well, I mean, that's Twitch, but Stardew's not. I mean, we
1: haven't played anything else on Twitch in like six months. True fact. True fact. Has the
0: WoW really been six months? No, it hasn't. I pulled that number out of thin air. Okay, good. Let me check. No, oh, because it came out in like August. There's a new one, but we played a bunch of Legion. Oh, we did do some Legion before we started the, the battle for Azeroth. True fact. True fact.
1: Okay, your VODs don't go back that far. I forget yes. VODs do go
0: back for a month because you
1: do not put them anywhere else.
0: Nope. I have started doing that though. I figured I can just hit record in Streamlabs OBS and it will record it and stream it at the same time and it looks pretty good. Oh, you
1: figured that out, did you?
0: I did. You uh-huh. told me to do it, but I had to figure out exactly how it worked. So give me some credit, jeez. I mean, to be fair, I tried doing it previously when I had a worse video card and a worse processor. Actually, it's the same video mm-hmm. card. worse processor. And it just, it was a horrible thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but now with a good PC and uh 8700K i7, it's no sweat. It will record and stream doesn't skip a beat. So Excellent. I am going to go ahead. I mean, you. by the time you see this, you'll have seen me post some of the Brood War campaign stuff on the YouTube channel. Nice. And we'll see if that gets any attention at all. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Speaking of StarCraft, I yeah. hear... A certain
1: player is returning. Uh, I've heard something about Bomber? No, I showed you a video with Scarlet Bomb- Bomber. That yes. was earlier today or yesterday. No, what I'm talking about is the return of Tasia. What?
0: Now there's a name I haven't heard in a long time, Good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh what? So Tasia's coming back, apparently.
0: Where? When did he? I don't I don't. When did he go? Uh, I don't know. I to do not know. Liquidpedia. He has a really long Liquidpedia page. So the last thing he competed in was DreamHack Open Winter 2014. He got beat by Life three to two. About four years ago at this point. Jeez, dude. Hey,
1: okay, he can still play.
0: MLG Pro Circuit Champion 2012. ASUS mm. StarCraft II Champion. ROG Summer 2012. Same thing. Summer 2013. DreamHack Open Valencia Champion 2012. Yeah, man. Tasia.
1: Oh, I think he ended. He just ended his military service. That's why he's coming back.
0: Uh, But it's been four years. Military service isn't four years. It's two, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was two. So he left for a bit and then
1: had military and now he's back.
0: I think he has the longest Liquidpedia page I've seen from anybody in a very long time. It's pretty long. Like, in fairness, I haven't looked at Flashes, but this is insane.
1: I always like looking at the trivia of players.
0: For instance, his ID Teja means
1: heir apparent in Korean.
0: Ooh, that's a good name. Mm. At least until you become the guy, in which case it sounds kind of weird at that point. Right? It's like, the next best thing, you're winning major victory after major victory. And it's like, hmm. So, in fairness, Liquidpedia says that he retired in 2016 of June. Okay. So, it doesn't seem like it's... Maybe retirement is just their way to say he went to the military and he's going to come back. Mm. It's weird to say retirement if it's just kind of a temporary thing though yeah it's a little strange but so... what, what can you do see here's uh there we go june 6 2016 team liquid's co-founder victor Gusens nazgul announced that teja had finally decided once and for all and with absolute certainty to retire yes this marks the end of teja's almost six year long starcraft 2 career leaving him the most decorated player in premier tournaments to date but then it goes to june 2018 and says on june 18th announced on twitter that teja had gotten the permission to play in the 2018 gsl season 3 qualifiers despite not not yet having fully completed his military service. the crap, dude! He, he came back off the military, that's all. Well, I know, but why would you say you're retired when you're going into the military? If you need to take a break, just take a break, and then decide what you want to do when you're done. Maybe hes
1: that's the way the Koreans use the word retire. Like, I must retire to the study.
0: <laughs> must retire to the Korean military. It's a weird place to retire to. Not very relaxing, I assume. Hey, who knows, maybe it is. Would they ever put any of their StarCraft II heroes at risk in the military of anything Uh, like even a training accident can you imagine being the commander who like messed up in something and Teja broke his hands (laughs) like you'd probably get murdered probably
1: yeah i mean didn't they for a while there have a branch of the military that had an esports team just so her (laughs) players could play while doing their military service
0: (laughs) that's really stupid But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why not? Because, seriously, if you're the reason that Teja or Polt or beyond or any of these guys don't come back, you will get assassinated. It's
1: it's called Air Force Ace, the esports team. Is it still a thing? Uh, I don't know. I'm
0: still looking. I haven't heard anything about that. I assume, no.
1: Its current roster contains 11 players, so, theoretically, it's a <laughs> Brood War team.
0: Hmm. You don't want need to do. I need to cast some games for the channel. I will we'll download some replays right now. Hype it up that it's coming back. Yeah, it'll be great. As long as they can load in the current build of StarCraft 2, which I'm not sure they can. Because <laughs> you found me that Fruit Dealer replay? You remember that? And yeah. the game was like, no. No way, buddy. Just Go straight on. up no. Like we're not even gonna try. That's unfortunate.
1: Okay, so I went to player results for Air Force Ace, mm-hmm. and they have one result from Boxart in 2007.
0: That's the whole thing?
1: Oh, no, no not, not Boxer Savior. My apology. Yeah,
0: that's that's the only thing that shows. Hmm. All right. Well, it doesn't seem like it was a real thing then. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, though. Teja. Uh, interested to see how he will do. It kind of seems like... I don't know. I guess Maru came back and he's kicking butt, so he's the example mm. at this point. There's examples of both, but not to the point where... Right. It was, if it's a situation where nobody came back and did well at all, then I'd be worried. But I don't know. I think he'll be okay. Yeah. It's a good name, too. It just rolls off. It's a good word. Teja. 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 Well, that's fantastic news. Mm-hmm. So, in other Starcrafty news, I was looking at Serrell's Liquidpedia page. Okay. And I saw the uh, GSL versus the world event mm-hmm. from. Uh well earlier this year I'm not sure exactly when it was I can't remember. So basically Maru and Serral drafted players onto their team. They both ended up with a few Koreans and a few foreigners. And in the end Serral's team won. Mm-hmm. So yes. If you go through his list let's see i click here real quick. If you go through his list of earnings over the year, mm. it's like $10,000 for taking second place in Yon Shopping, 20,000 for Leipzig, 20,000 for Austin. 40000 for winning WESG, 20000 for Valencia, 20000 for WCS Montreal. The Nick League on GSL versus the world, and it's like $800. <laughs> because what? the prize pool was $4,000, uh, nope, 26000 US dollars, but split among everybody on the team. Well,. W-
1: no, 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 no. That's just for the, te- the team game, right? There's, there was GSL versus the world, and then the team game. He won two tournaments. Team Cerol won the team game, and just Cerol won the tournament. So the team oh. game had a separate prize pool. Okay. He won $26,000 to himself, and then there was like an additional, I think, 7000 that got divided by the team.
0: Oh, that's what's going on. I was throwing those together.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's main event, and then team game, when you're in the Liquipedia page for it.
0: Oh, there's tabs. Yeah. ah uh-huh, ha The tabs got me. Main event statistics. Serral, 13 and 4. Good crap, dude. <laughs> scary dude. So scary. Zess is like 1 and 3.
1: uh, a, a better stat, I think. If you go to com and look up Serral, he has won $189,975.18 this year. Which is 63.27% of all StarCraft uh, prize pools for this year insane He's won 63% of all the money available in StarCraft this year That is insane
0: Yep, that's pretty dumb Pretty dominant And if you look at the whole list He's like the 40th highest paid esports player in the world
1: Mm, According to the entire list He's 263 in the world But every game So I don't know Like you just looking at StarCraft?
0: The heck list was I looking at? No, it was just, um... I just went to esportsearnings.com And the front page has a ranking And Sarah's there at number 40
1: Number 40?
0: Uh Mm-hmm
1: Number 40 is Ice, Ice, Ice It's Uh -uh. a Dota 2 player Highest overall
0: earnings Link This is recent Oh, this is just recent player earnings That's what I'm looking at Can't do it anymore So... The front page doesn't even show overall. You just have to go to click on players in the tab up the top. Players highest overall earnings. Ah, okay, there we go. And yeah, he's not even in the first 100. No, he's not even the first 200. Wait, 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 wait. He's 260 something. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is all Dota 2, man. Holy crap! First 51 or Dota 2. Yep. Four million dollars in lifetime earnings for this German mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Shoot. He has won many events, but he has never won the International. In 2017, mm-hmm. his childhood dream would come true, and he would win the International. <laughs> Good writing there.
1: <laughs> I do like that there is an Australian at number 11th in highest several. Dota 2 also player. Also Dota 2 player. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately don't care, but woo. How was these? Americans at 9 and 10. But check this out, it's Germany, it's Denmark, Jordan, Bulgaria, two Finns, and a Pakistani, and a Lebanese player for the first eight That is not what I would expect to see in the top eight You expect Koreans? (laughs) No, I don't expect anybody to rank anywhere from Lebanon, that's crazy
1: (laughs) I would expect Koreans to be up near the top because I just associate them with being great at games like, well. at esports in particular, like, they've got a competitive edge at something like in the water, but no Koreans even show up till number 52.
0: Yeah. Well, not, I mean, the thing is, it's StarCraft. StarCraft is the Korean national sport. Mm, yeah. They do do well at other ones. Sure. But I'm just saying, it's like looking at America and saying, why aren't you good at soccer? It's like, well, there's other stuff going on. I don't really care. Well, somebody evidently cares. Yeah, some people do, but not enough that the U.S. can actually compete in the World Cup at all, or you know, go to the World Cup this year. World Cup, meh, don't talk about it.
1: <laughs> the highest-earning players of Korean esports are all League of Legends player. The top four is League of Legends, and then Maru. Wait, wait, wait. So if you now filter by highest-paid people for the Republic of Korea, it's League of Legends, League of Legends, League of Legends, StarCraft 2, huh. and then a couple of Brood War, and then a Dota again. Before you get to road True fact but, hmm.
0: Well, and it really it seems like just in general MOBAs pay out more money than RTS games do
1: Yes, uh, they do Because they're more popular in, yep. in an international audience
0: um, Probably a national audience too At least as far as the US is concerned And Australia Maybe So you're about to start arguing that League of Legends is the national sport of career I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> two seconds ago you're flipping no i mean korea is the outlier here korea latched on to starcraft like no one else did for reasons we've kind of discussed already yeah and it is their national sport mm. and there's not as much money in it than in the MOAs. true <sighs> yep, yep 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 all right good well, i'm glad cyril actually got paid for winning gsl versus the world because i was like that's stupid that he split it Then that's all he got <laughs> he had to split it like six ways and yeah. yeah that'd be dumb didn't happen excellent hmm guess what i ate today tim tams tim tams i did tim tams remember how i was like i'm gonna get regular type and mint yeah that was a lie i looked at him again and said i want caramel so i got caramel caramel yeah yes caramel and you're gonna eat australian food you gotta use the word the australian ways fair enough chewy caramel biscuits Mm Mm-hmm. and they're good they're good they're good the chocolate coating is good. The crunchy interior is good. The caramel is of decent quality.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you do the uh, Tim Tam Slam, as it's apparently called? I tried, but I think the caramel filling messes with it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that's why you need the original. <laughs> did, did you buy caramel as well? or No. Just What about the choc mint? Cut that out, too.
0: <sighs> okay. But in doing some googling, I did find there's a store locally that sells them. Excellent. So would would you make them a regular purchase? I might. They're really hmm. good. They're very satisfying. Fair enough. I can understand why you put it at the top of your cookie list. It's
1: up there. After listening, well, after we recorded last week's podcast, I did my shopping online, and I included
0: a pack of Tim Tams. Excellent.
1: I was like. You know what, I'll just have one of these And then I ate the
0: packet for dinner <laughs> That's a good dinner right there <laughs> And by good I mean No nutritional value whatsoever that's, No, none Absolutely <laughs> none <laughs> But you were happy And that's all that matters mm, Yes. So yeah, Tim Tams, two thumbs up From both members of the pod In case you were curious and I'm sure I'm sure you Americans and Europeans are like, where do we find Tim Tams? There's places. Just look for international food stores or places that have food from other countries and Tim Tams will mm-hmm. be there. Tim Tams will be there. They're pretty popular, so they uh-huh. get around. Yeah. I was looking over in like the candy bar place in the store mm-hmm. and uh, it was, nope, it was not there. Not not happening? Okay. No. But apparently a place in town called Piratos has them, so... Fair enough.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at our geographical demographics. Most of our listeners are in, like, the States in Australia. So I think they're okay in getting Tim Tams then, apparently.
0: Agreed. Uh, very, very possible. Although, I don't know, uh, there are large parts of America that are f- considered non-metropolitan. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if you're from a mid-sized town in Oklahoma, your odds of having it locally is pretty pretty low. Well, no, but, I mean, Amazon will still deliver there, right? True. You can do Amazon. Exactly. Amazon exactly. is a blessing for our time.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless you happen to work
0: there, apparently. Working conditions are apparently garbage. Well, sure. That's true for everything, though. Every company is a blessing for us unless you work there, in which case it is garbage. Sure. I mean, my working conditions aren't bad. Well, you're in Australia, though. I'm talking about America. Oh, okay. Okay. We really don't care about working conditions. I mean, that said, there are a lot of countries that are so much worse than America is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I was watching a show on Netflix A new show called
1: Maniac, I think Or Manic I've heard of this I think it's Maniac Maniac, I think it's Maniac I'm going to have to look it up It's got Emma Stone in it Okay, I like Emma Stone Yeah, Maniac And who's the, um I I don't want to describe him as, like The fat guy from Superbad uh, And the wolf of Wall Street Uh, Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill, yeah It's got skinny Jonah Hill in it
0: Oh, baby Jonah Hill, that's adorable.
1: Uh, and it's super weird, right? <laughs> there, there, was a scene where he's like, he lives in New York, and he's sitting like at the waterfront, and apparently, you guys like in the future are going to tear down the Statue of Liberty and replace it with. A statue for additional liberty is how the the
0: is <laughs> delivered, And it's like an angelic figure wielding a sword. And it's called additional liberty? Yeah, I think that's, that's what, like, kind of it. genius. I like that a lot. It's directed by Carrie Fukunaga. That's amazing. I don't know who that is. Amazing TV director. Did some true detective stuff. Okay. Anyway. Uh, also, apparently in this
1: uh, fictional world, you can pay for things with like ad Buddy. So it's like, I'll pay for it like by watching ads. Except ads are now employ people. And those people will come and sit with you while you're on the train because you couldn't afford a train ticket and then read ads to you. Doesn't seem very viable as a strategy. But apparently you can like run up credit as much as you want uh, to the point where someone's like, hey, could I use ad money to buy a bus ticket to Salt Lake and then a hotel and stuff? And like, well, you'd have to watch plenty of ads and i'd have to come with you but
0: yeah (laughs) that is interesting
1: it's an interesting method of uh having
0: employing people to deliver you ads (laughs) yep it's super weird it is i don't know if i like this show yet so i found a wired article that calls it uh the most netflixy netflix show yet in a bad way in a bad way yeah i I am only a
1: a, an episode and a half in It, it could be bad
0: So Jonah Hill's character is super depressed, super depressed. At one point he confesses, you know that movie, It's a Wonderful Life? If that happened to me, there'd be no difference in the world. I haven't seen that movie. I I I don't get the reference. So It's a Wonderful Life. It's a super old school movie, black and white from like the 50s. Bottom line is there's this guy, George, and he has a family. But he's a failure, he's been laid off from his job And the bank's gonna take his house And yada 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 So he goes to a bridge to jump off And then an angel shows up and his name is Clarence And Clarence says, don't do it, the town will be worse off without you And George is like, I don't believe you And then he shows him an alternate reality where George doesn't exist Mm. And it sucks And it changes his mind And then he goes back and he loves everybody And he's a happier guy, but nothing's really changed Like, I think he's still (laughs) gonna lose his house It's a very interesting ending Okay, okay that's the basic I, I kind of get it. Yeah. And it's... Okay. So it's old school movies, which means they don't understand the concept of having people talk one at a time. Mm. There are so many scenes where there's just a room full of people and everybody's talking at the same time and you're supposed to follow <laughs> conversations and it's impossible. These were my takeaways from the movie. You should see if you can find it. It's a good Christmas movie. Okay. It's a wonderful uh, maybe.
1: life. Probably not.
0: Probably not. I... We'll talk about it on the Christmas episode.
1: Maybe. I have recently, almost very nearly, uh, I'm actually waiting until after I've seen the My Hero Academia movie to finish the series, because the series went episode one to like 22, just being like its premise, right? And then like something flips and it's crazy nonsense. Uh, so I'm worried that if I finish the last two episodes, I, I won't be able to concentrate on My Hero Academia. The show is called Future Diary oh. oh yeah 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 No you told me about that Yeah. Okay so when I got to like around episode 20 I was like man this is actually a really good show I could probably recommend it to Falcon And then they had time travel come in <laughs> And you said rats and I, and I said rats And then I thought about it for a second and it's like wait No the way that they've done time travel is, 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 is It's okay Because they're not actually changing things There's no paradoxes happening and <laughs> stuff like that How though? Well, I can't tell you that without spoiling it. And i was like, sweet, this is great. And then they immediately did it in a way that makes paradoxes.
0: <laughs> Dope. I'm telling you, time travel cannot be done. Well, okay. The, the,
1: the premise of the show is kind of like your time travel, where it's only forwards. Ooh, okay, good, good. So the premise of the show is there's 12 people with diaries, which happen to be their phones or, like, a voice recorder for someone who's blind, that will tell them, like, what's going to happen in a particular sense.
0: Yeah. We've talked about this.
1: Yeah, but I don't think we have on the podcast.
0: No. So continue. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Like, someone has a diary that's called the Escape Diary, and it'll always update and tell her new ways to escape from wherever she is. So she can't ever be pinned. And other people have, like, a case diary because he's a cop. And... It'll give him updates on what's going to happen in the investigation before they happen. That's so handy. It is so handy until you stop being a cop. And then it's like, well, you don't have access to that information anymore. (laughs) Dope. There are a couple of diaries that are like that where it's like, well, you still have it. You just don't get to read anything anymore. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Hmm. they're dependent on something like the main character his diary is called the indiscriminate diary and it basically tells him the future of anything he can see like anything because he's an observer He like used to just wander around recording things yeah being like so and so met at the bus stop at too but always left himself out so he can't tell what he's going to do or needs to do but it also makes him sus- susceptible to uh, false information, if he thinks he sees something but he didn't, hmm. so people like learn to use that against him. It's a it's a really great show, and I'm worried that the ending will be like mind blowing <laughs> in a bad way. In a bad way. <laughs> I, I don't mind the like paradoxes with time travel so much, but I I I'm failing to see a great ending that I, I I'm going to be satisfied with at the moment. Well, let's have some hope. Hope, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You should, you should, you should watch it, but stop it around episode twenty. But I can't do that. I have to finish stuff. We've talked about this. <laughs> uh, may, maybe you'll look at it the same way I did when you
0: get there. Or just don't start. I don't know. It's up to you. It is on the Crunchyroll. That's easy. So, guess what I was doing while you were talking? Uh, downloading the first episode. I was looking for My Hero Academia movie times. Uh huh. Because it opens uh, here tomorrow, actually.
1: Oh. And
0: Ooh. so I selected the time tomorrow, one of two available times. Mm-hmm. And I went to select my seats because it's reserved seating. Mm-hmm. And the thing was sold out. <laughs> Are you surprised? Yes. That's my Hero Academia. Well, sure. But I know one other person. How can you be surprised that it's selling out? I, I really. Don't. I just I don't see people walking around with My Hero Academia shirts and talking about it at all. And again, I know one other person in the entire like hundred mile range of the Wasatch Front that cares about My Hero Academia. Well, you know what? Turn up to the theater anyway and make friends. I certainly will. Actually, there are other other showings. I was gonna ask, does your wife like My Hero Academia? So we watched the first season together, and I thought uh-huh. we were enjoying it, but then she was like, "Eh, I don't care anymore," and bailed. Ah. Oh. Kind of bummed okay.
1: me out. Yeah, New wife time
0: <laughs> But then we watched Bojack together and it was okay. Mm, is it though? My hair academy is really good. Oh, English subtitled. No, that's what I want. Sorry. <laughs> my brain did something weird.
1: Wait, you thought it was going to be in English and subtitled? Yes. I did. So, like hearing impaired? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Holy crap. It sold out for Wednesday too. Try... Here's the thing
1: I, I'm going to go see it on Thursday. But I've also, like, I took Friday off yeah. at work because it's kind of on in the afternoon. And I'm going to go see it. But I know it's also playing right through to Monday. So if it's really good and I want to go see it again, I still have time to see it twice
0: before the podcast Ooh, <laughs> next week. That would be good. have a lot of information. Okay, okay. I found a uh, showing on Wednesday at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Has available seats. I had no idea it was going to be this crazy. Makes me happy, though. Mm-hmm. It should. Ooh, speaking of Avatar The Last Airbender, which you referenced Mm -hmm. slightly there, there's a new Mm -hmm. Netflix show called The Dragon Prince that's by some of the same creators as The Last Airbender.
1: Mm, Yes, I did hear about this.
0: And my kids have been watching it, and I think I need to go back and just watch the whole thing, because it looks really good. What's it called? The Dragon Prince? Prince, yeah.
1: The Dragon Prince, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Yeah. and it's good. So there is one thing that I'm going to... It's minorly spoilery, but not really. So... It's classic mm-hmm. humans and elves, blah, 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 fantasy, blah, blah, blah dragons. And the one mm-hmm. elf character that I've met so far has the, like, a Scottish accent. Okay. And it weirds me out, because I'm like, well, Lord of the Rings has taught me that dwarves have Scottish accents, not elves. What is <laughs> happening here? And it's just jarring every time she opens her mouth. I'm like, wait, what? Who? How, wh- why? Who Who are you again? Yeah. Um, sir, so c- I can see that being a problem for me. <laughs> it is. I think it's a problem. And you're, I mean, I can see the response being, well, duh, like elves are made up. Why is there any standard on how they're supposed to sound? <laughs> I don't know. There is one. They're just a standard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a great mm-hmm. character. I like her a lot. She's interesting, but every time she opens her mouth, I'm like, that doesn't fit at all. You should watch it. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, you know what I'm realizing though? Hmm. I cannot buy my tickets. For... What? For My Hero Academia? Wow. Oh,
1: no. I can't. I can. I can.
0: Oh. Crisis of Ooh, Earth.
1: That's... That scared me a little bit. What? what, what? I was like, are they just going to like have people show up for the like showing?
0: You, like you thought nobody could
1: pre-purchase? Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked like it's like, hey, you can't buy these online. I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: That doesn't make any sense. And then it didn't, because you were wrong. Because I was wrong. I do, I do need to find
1: out, because like, I've like i got a mate going to join me, see if he wants to come. But i got to buy, because it's assigned seating, I need to buy two tickets. But I don't know if he's coming yet. I'm waiting for a phone call, which is annoying.
0: Oh, that is it's going to get sold out, man. Mm. Can't wait on him. Get your tickets now. Leave him yeah, in the dust. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy two tickets and see if he turns up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'll. I'll offer them to my brother It's
0: going to eat the cost
1: I'll put my uh, popcorn in that seat <laughs> Excellent, excellent, excellent
0: I've also been watching, uh, still watching Disenchanted Yeah? Yep I'm okay. like almost done with season one It's not that long Is it still like a drag? Uh, this last episode was pretty good Actually, it's improved quite a bit There's more of a focus of something they're trying to do Which I think helps okay whereas a lot of the previous episodes are like bean is a princess and she's bored it's like well yes i get that but that's not a very good plot for a tv show mm-hmm. yeah yeah whereas this one actually has a goal they're trying to reach so that's good mm. anyway i still okay. want lucy to be cool but lucy is not cool yet lucy yeah the demon oh uh, is that i think I'm really lucy Huh? okay Lucy, and did I mention this on the pod last time? Somebody... I don't think I did. Somebody on the Disenchanted subreddit got a Lucy tattoo. Really? Yeah. Which... I need Lucy to be more awesome before I think he merits a tattoo. So maybe he gets really cool in the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) But so far, no dice. An entire season's worth of character development in 24 minutes. Maybe. I just want him to be more evil. Like, he's supposed to be corrupting Bean. But Bean was already an alcoholic troublemaker when he showed up. Mm -hmm. And all he seems to do is be like, keep doing what you're doing. And she's like, you got it. Do you have any tattoos? I do not. I have no interest in tattoos. Okay. (sighs) So I didn't get any responses to the tell us about your terrible ladder adventures, unfortunately. But in fairness, the last podcast posted less than 24 hours ago. So I thought I would share some of my ladder adventures. Okay. I mean, to be fair, you did give people two weeks. I did. But I feel like people are going to come here thinking there should be something. And there will be. I will share a ladder adventure I had today, as a matter of fact. So I queued up against a fellow Diamond 3 Terran player. And a lot of the time I've been doing my little Three base bailing bust But this time I said I'm going to play macro Because macro is the right way to play And I'll never climb up the ladder If I just try bailing busting everybody Because good players will scout And prepare for it Fair enough, Mm -hmm. right? So i macro And I manage to Hold off his attacks I don't really lose any drones In the first few minutes of the game I end up going mutalisk Because he's trying some drop heavy stuff I wipe out his economy I take him down to no SCVs At one point Mm -hmm. He gets a counterattack off with some Hellions And does kind of wipe out my natural base But I still have a third base and I still have a main base And I've killed his economy To be fair By wiping out all of my army As well and killing his and his economy
1: Right but that's okay Because you're Zerg you have a bank and you
0: can instantly Remax right? Didn't have a bank I was spending my money too well Wade Your macro is too good for this game Yes I was too good so then, mules the mules happened, and <laughs> he did some really good stuff <laughs> to counter my bling bling muta thing. He had widow mines, he had thors, he had liberators. It was just really smart play by him, mm. and ended up being a 27 minute game, and I barely lost in the end. Like it was, uh, it was just down to this final battle. I couldn't quite hold off his final attack. He ended up with like a thor and six marines, but I didn't have anything left, and it was just like. Ugh, that's it was rough. frustrating. So it was bad. So the next two turns I queued up against, I decided to say, I said, macro is for chumps. And I <laughs> went for <laughs> a proxy hatch in my opponent's natural base. Very nice. Which he responded to extremely poorly. I was planning on doing a proxy, uh, a proxy swarm host thing. Okay. Because that's one of the games from the cheese compilation, which you haven't seen, but people who listen to this will have seen, is... It was like a diamond one master level TVZ. And the dude got a proxy hatch down there, rushed to infestors back home, and then just threw wave after wave of locusts at the Terran player. And it was awesome. And I said, I'm going to do that. I didn't actually get there. Like, I threw a spine up, and the spine was kind of poking his stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I got some Zerglings in there because he lifted his barracks to avoid it getting poked. And I ran Lings in, and then he quit. (laughs) And I was like, aw. (laughs) It was a little anticlimactic. Right, right. And then Um, the next time I played a Terran player, I decided to go for a Roach Queen Nidus all-in, despite not knowing the exact build timings of this build at all. But that one worked too. Okay. Wow. So what I've basically learned is that macro is for chumps. And in fact, I just need to have a library of cheesy, weird play against Terran. Mm. And it will be a better time for everybody. You can be the Haas of Zerg. I can. Who is the Haas of Zerg?
1: Bly think it's Bly? yeah hmm. who, like who else would you who, who do you
0: think cats mm, cats doesn't play at a high enough level no he doesn't well it's just because Sorry. zerg macro is really good and if you're good at it it's really good and if you're bad at it it's not as good uh right. <laughs> but it's just what i'm saying is it's super viable to just go macro and if you're good at it you're gonna win a ton of games there's no real reason to go for the cheese as zerg in any matchup these days I think the reasons for going
1: cheese in any race is the same as any race. It's because you don't want to macro.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, if that's the reason, then where's the Zerg player who doesn't want to macro? Where are they, Wade? Masters (laughs) 1. Diamond 3. Where are you at again? D3. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they are. Grumble, grumble. So what does that say? Like, can you... But it just seems like Protoss is the cheesy race. Like, you got Has, you got Printf, who cannon rushed his way to GM. Like, you just don't have stories of Zerg players 12 pooling their way to GM. It just doesn't happen. You gave, you gave two references. Like, that's two <laughs> players. Uh-huh. And you're
1: like, but where's my Zerg 1 or 2? Like, there's, there's players that do that. They're just not, I don't know, good at it, I guess. They're not as good as Has or
0: Printf. Like... So, you're saying there are players who are trying to do what Has and Printf are doing, but there is not a Zerg player on the planet who is as good as Has is at doing what he does or as good at Printf is as w- what he does.
1: Well, there is no Zerg that is as good as Ken rushing as Printf. Yes, that is what I'm saying.
0: Like, I just searched right now 12 pool to GM, and there is a video from December 2017.
1: Okay, so why don't you make that video? Why don't you try and get to GM
0: just by 12 pooling? Be the guy. I don't want to, 12 pooling's boring. Proxy hatch is a lot more fun. Fine, proxy hatch to GM. That might actually be very interesting. It wouldn't work Hmm. against Zerg very well. Okay. (laughs) So I'm looking at this dude's video and it's Spanish or French or something. I don't actually know what language this is. It feels like Spanish or Portuguese or something though. Bronze to GM number five. Wait, okay, so this is just a bronze to GM series. It doesn't say he actually ever got there. Hang oh, on. so
1: he versed the GM as a bronze?
0: No, 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 no. He started at bronze, and he, his goal was to make it all the way to GM. Doing this? Oh, but he never actually like. Like, I'm trying to figure out if he did or not. I there. thought the video was straight up like. Here's me doing it. Here's a compilation of me doing it. Wow, this guy puts out more videos than you. He put out four videos today already. Really? I don't see. Oh, hold on, not in the right place. Holy crap! And well, they're all five minutes. So content. Well, one five... of them's twenty
1: and quality versus quantity? Mm. If it's I'd rather have 5 quality videos that are all 5 minutes long than one crummy compilation that's an hour and 20. Fair enough. What
0: are you trying to say about my compilations?
1: I haven't seen any of them in like 3 weeks so I could I couldn't testify. I haven't had the time to watch them.
0: Oh. But I'm getting there. I'm huh? sure. The Haz Kellers series is amazing if you miss that one. I will go back and watch that. Probably not today. It's got but I will watch that one. It's got Kelser in there
1: you like Kelser I do like Kelzer, but <laughs> I also have to work tonight right <laughs> right right
0: fair enough so yeah well from near as I can tell here he did start a bronze to gm 12 pool series but I don't think he got close mm. so maybe. yeah I don't think it's doable I just don't think it's nearly as viable as cannon rushing is maybe it isn't I mean grandmaster by six pooling there's some discuss about that a discussion about that back in 2011, when Wings of Liberty was the deal, right? And he started with five workers, but yeah, here's this guy. Bad habit. He claims he made it to GM six pooling back in 2011. So what's the difference between this and 12 pooling? I wonder. Maybe 12 pooling is too new. Maybe somebody's still six working workers. on it. Six yeah, That's the difference between Ayo. six pools and 12 pools. Good dad joke. Someone had to go there.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it if it's easier or not, and I don't think it necessarily matters if it is or isn't. All right. I I think people like printf have a mindset. That just is going to carry them through, like the difficulties that cheesing every game can come with. Right. I think mo- most people who are going to say I'm going to cheese every game will would, would do it under a barcode, right? Prince F goes, no, that's silly because then your opponent isn't as playing as well as they could, and that means you don't get as good practice. <laughs> so he does it under his name, right? That's that's the appropriate way to
0: ladder under a cheesy account, right? Is to do it under a name. Then on the other hand, other side of things, you have well. I not want name names, but anyway. Mm-hmm. You have what? You have other players who do do cheesy stuff under barcodes because they don't want people to know what's coming.
1: Yeah, because they don't want them to be like... They're, okay, so if you look at it at like a high level, when a pro goes into a match, he doesn't want his opponent to at that particular moment to know that he's doing a cheese. But you still want to be effectively a good cheeser. Yep. How do you get become a good cheeser if people are playing poorly against it? That's well, not good practice
0: Just because they don't know it's coming Doesn't mean they play Poorly against it
1: Well no But once you get high enough In the ladder They should be able to Play play against it properly Yeah
0: If they know it's coming Yeah I mean that's kind of What Haz is doing right now Right You know There's a very good chance He's going to proxy Something against you Right yeah. yeah And he's still winning And he's still winning Yep Sort of More than he's losing I think Um I don't know Maybe When was the last thing He won Haz Yeah I don't know I feel like it's been a
1: while I mean, he got to Cyril at Valencia, that, That's,
0: but he didn't win. He did not, because Cyril is a god among men. Yeah. Well, I'll keep looking. I'll see if I can find somebody who made it all the way to, uh, to GM-12 pooling. Okay, you do that. Okay, deal. Homework. Homework acquired. All right, well, I think that's it for this edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour, unless you have something else you'd like to discuss. You don't need a minute? I mean, fine. I'll take a minute.
1: Hey I man, I'm not looking to do you any favors. I'll take it. Um, all right, three, two, one, go.
0: I think this might be the year the Patriots actually kind of start to suck, you guys. They got beat by the Lions yesterday, twenty-six to ten, which is just bananas. Of course, by the time you hear this, the Patriots will have played another game and maybe they'll look awesome. We do this every year; it feels like September rolls around, Patriots look bad, people write them off, and then they show up later and make it to the playoffs and like the Super Bowl and stuff. But I don't know. I don't know about this here. Gronk doesn't look right. Brady looks old. He doesn't have any other weapons, really, to throw to or to run with. Cooks is gone. It's just a messed up situation in New England, which is fine. Nobody is, is crying about the Patriots finally falling apart, if they are. In other news, the Steelers' squeaked one out over the Buccaneers. That was an interesting result. Steelers looked like crap. Buccaneers looked pretty amazing recently. Saints beat the Falcons, 43-37, to another high-scoring game there. But the story is Mahomes... For the Chiefs, 38 points versus the 49ers. Three touchdowns after looking fairly anemic through first two quarters. He came out on fire with some just highlight, highlight touchdown passes. He is the future of the league for sure. And then the Bills beat up on the Vikings too. And another surprising Stop. score, 27-6. to six. Nobody saw that coming, but that's why we watch the NFL.
1: I mean, that's why you watch the NFL.
0: Yes. But, and for the multitudes of other people who watch the NFL and just wait for the NFL minute every Falcon Paladin hour.
1: You know what, I should definitely recategorize this podcast as a sports podcast.
0: You should. I'm I'm sure iTunes would love that. <laughs> I think they would notice. I think somebody no. would actually go through and listen to it and be like, wait a second, they spent forever talking about video games.
1: Nope, they definitely
0: wouldn't. <laughs> no, probably not.
1: Someone might eventually report it for being, but no one at Apple or anything, <laughs> just kind <cannot> of do that. <laughs>
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. All right, we're done. Thanks again for listening. Please check out the merch if you're interested in getting a mug or a hoodie or anything along those lines. And until next time, as always, thanks for listening and you take care of yourself.